you have single-handedly changed our family because of mastermind because i felt safe enough and realized with your help realized that it's not just about the picking up of the toys and the back talk and the productive conversation scripts it's not about that it's about healing myself and becoming a better version of myself and showing up and being able to be that way for my entire family I really credit you with doing something that I literally have not been able to do with countless therapists and all the journaling and all the thinking and all the meditating and all the things. It was because of you. So thank you for helping heal what I thought was unhealable. You're listening to the Mastermind Parenting Podcast with Randy Rubenstein, Episode 61. My name is Randy Rubenstein, and welcome to the Mastermind Parenting Podcast, where we believe when your thoughts grow, the conversations in your home flow. Well, hi, guys. How are you today? I have kind of a special episode, a different format. I wanted to share a coaching kind of session that I had with someone recently, Uh, Basically, I have some different ways that I work with people within my mastermind membership. And right now I'm working with a couple in a program I call Parenting on the Same Page. And so in between our coaching sessions, we communicate on this really cool uh, audio kind of voice texting app that I have. And so we go back and forth and in real time, they'll be able to tell me about something that they're working on or they're struggling with or a situation and I can weigh in and we go back and forth, back and forth on lots of different things. It's a super efficient way to help someone really get on the same page with their spouse. And it's just, it's just a really cool way that I use in my coaching practice. So this I got permission from this particular mom and it was about, she has two boys and they're eight and five and they roughhouse a lot as kids do. And I don't want to say as boys do because I'm about to read to you guys something that I got from one of the moms in my community that has two girls that are five and two and a half. So this seems to be a common theme, which is like, okay, I'm, changing the conversation in my home. I uh, We've definitely seen some improvements. And what about when my kids, they're playing, but I know my family used to call it moments away from tears. It was the game, moments away from tears. Like we, the kids would start roughhousing and my whole extended family, we'd all be sitting around and they would be playing and roughhousing. And I think it was my brother that called it moments away from tears. That's the name of the game. So you know it's going to that place. And also, we got to let them play. Like they have their own relationship. So at what point do we intervene? And and how do we kind of set the rules for okay play and not okay play? And when do we get involved? And so I think these are all questions that that many parents are thinking about. So I just thought I'm going to make you guys a podcast episode and share what we're working on. And so, so I thought it was interesting because the mom brought 
it to my attention. She says, you know, my boys roughhouse a lot. And so it just goes past the point. And so I kind of walked her through, and I think it was, I walked through a couple through in our, in our coach, in our live coaching session. Hey, make sure to have a conversation at a non-relevant time about this topic. The first time that you introduce what the rules of the household are around roughhousing, it's not when they're roughhousing and it's gone too far. Like you're never going to accomplish anything when you're in the in the actual moment. So you got to have these productive conversations at a non-relevant time and really establish what the rules are so you can set the expectations and everybody can have a clear understanding what the expectations are. And then you're going to expect to repeat it often and you have to establish a consequence so you can follow through consistently. So this mom took the information from that coaching session and she did just that. And then she left me a message letting me know how it went. And so, and it was, it was during a time when her husband was out of town. So it was just her conducting this conversation with the two boys. And so I thought it would be fun for you guys to listen to a real mom. And also remember, like I always say, perfect, perfection's not the goal. Connection is. So you're going to Put your own words in. You're, it's going to be your voice. It's going to be whatever makes sense to you. What's your language and your manner of speaking? And it doesn't need to be just perfect. It just you just need to have the right intent, which is I'm getting this family on the same page, and this is the way it's going to go from here on out. So I wanted y'all to hear, like from a real mom how she handled it. And then my feedback on that and how I even told her to kind of continue the conversation and improve upon it. Uh, and, and so the mom in my mastermind, she had written to the group and she said, I'd love to hear from other moms who have children who roughhouse and wrestle with each other for fun. What kinds of conversations are you having about how to respect sibling boundaries? So how are you teaching them to keep each other safe so you don't have to constantly jump in and overparent with reminders and instructions? FYI, my kids are both girls, five and two and a half, and are absolutely fearless when it comes to play fight, to playing fight. That's, I guess, what they call it. They're like, fight. So I love that this came from a, mo a mom of girls because this isn't just for boys. And I also want you guys to remember when we have these productive conversations and we're really establishing the rules for what's okay and what's not okay, we're also teaching our kids the concept of where your body is yours. And when you're playing with someone and it starts to hurt, this is how you advocate for yourself. It's not okay. This is how you speak up. And I think this is a really important conversation and, and a really good example for us to show how we can start teaching our kids to be part of the solution in terms of protecting their bodies, how to touch other people's bodies. And, and I want you all to see that the sibling relationship is a perfect place 
to start this conversation so that your kids are trained from a very young age. Your girls are trained and your boys are trained. Hey, that doesn't feel good to my body. So this is how I speak up and make sure that I am heard. And if you're not going to listen to me, I'm going to go to somebody, a grown up or somebody that's an authority and let them know that there was a boundary crossed. It wasn't okay. You touched my body in a way that hurt and that was not okay. So we start giving our kids language in this way, right? Around something that like roughhousing with your sibling. And we're teaching our boys about, you know, touch and their bodies. We're teaching our girls how to advocate for themselves. Oh, that didn't feel good. That's not okay. You've crossed a personal boundary. And so do y'all see where this ties in for when our boys and girls get older? Um, let me just say Kavanaugh case, like as our girls and boys get older and they become teenagers, they have been trained from a very young age how to advocate for themselves and and how their bodies will be touched or not touched. And even though it's not, obviously, the roughhousing piece is has nothing to do with anything sexual we're giving our kids the language and we're teaching them about boundaries when it comes to our bodies. Like so freaking powerful and important. So important. So I just wanted to kind of tie that in and show you guys, like I think so many of us like, ugh, my kids are fighting again. Ugh, like this is a thorn in my side. And when we shift our thinking about it and we realize our home is the training ground to teach these bigger concepts like about personal boundaries in terms of how someone else is allowed to touch your body and how you're allowed to touch other people's bodies and how you advocate for yourself, right? We teach conflict resolution in terms of these sibling fights, verbal and physical. We're teaching our kids how to walk go walk away and cool off, how to speak up for themselves, how to do it in a civilized manner. Like all of these skills literally are going to set them up for life to be those kids that don't get taken advantage of and don't take advantage of other people. So um, super, super important and hope you guys enjoy this episode. Aaron's out of town and yesterday when I came home from work, I sat the boys down in my room and I basically had the conversation that you suggested and I said, look guys, there's been way too much fighting going on in our house. We can't have it anymore. It's getting too rough. People are going to get hurt. And um, and we, you know, I basically just kind of repeated everything he said, said to say. It's like, we're a family. We're a team. We need to be getting, we need to get along. You guys are buddies. You're friends. Your first, I go, Brooks, who is your first friend? He goes, Jack. And it was really funny because they were taking this conversation really seriously, actually. Um, and I was like, you know, you know, we need to ha- we need to have a word if we're just playing around and wrestling. So they decided on tap out or mercy. And so those are our safe words if we're wrestling and we need a break. But we also had conversations like, um, okay, you know how you guys are, you know, whatever, how this has been going on and it's dangerous and people are getting hurt and you guys are just fighting too much. We can't have it. It's bringing too much you know, commotion and stress to our family. We want to all get along and we want to have a peaceful house where we're not fighting all the time and, and a happy house. And, and Brooks goes, well, then what do I do 
when Jack is making funny faces at me. And I go, okay, well, great. Good question. I was like, well, you tell me. So when he's being annoying and you feel like the way to deal with it is to hit him, what could you do instead? I was, he's like, I don't know. I'm like, well, you could, he's like, tell him stop. I'm like, okay, fine, but what could you elaborate on that more? What could you say more? I'm like, could you say to him, Jack, I really don't like it when you make funny faces at me and it's making me upset and I'm getting angry. Um, you know, so I said, Brooks, why don't you try saying that? So then he kind of repeated it. And then Jack was like, well, Brooks, you know, Brooks does this. I'm like, well, Jack, what could you say? And so I kind of like tried to guide them into what they could say instead of just hitting each other like animals. Um, and they both seemed to kind of get it. And we didn't have any fighting the rest of the night. So we'll see how today goes. I may have to remind them. But um, I think it was a good conversation to sit down and like have that conversation. So Aaron wasn't there for it, but that was fine. And um, see how it goes. I just want you, if you haven't, if you didn't spell it out, I want you to spell out that, you know, if, if the safe word's been used and things are heated and it's starting to feel violent or dangerous and not team-like and not loving or fun, then they will be separated until everyone's calm. Because when we're calm, we can figure anything out and look. Brothers, sometimes things get out of control. It's going to happen, you guys. It's going to happen. Sometimes we're playing and it gets too far. When that happens, because we are not going to be a fighting family anymore, we're not going to be violent. We're not going to use angry, violent words towards each other. We're not going to use angry, uh, aggressive hands. I'm going to separate you guys. And that may mean y'all are going to go to separate rooms until you have cooled off and we can talk. And y'all just, I know now, like y'all know, we're going to just have to practice a lot. I'm feeling angry. I don't like it when you do this. Please stop doing this. I don't want you to touch. Like we're going to have to be practicing to use our words. And so sometimes when you get really heated and really angry, it gets past the point and you just have to separate and go and just cool off. And then when y'all cool off, this is what families do. We come back and we can talk about anything and everything. And then we'll come back and we'll say, hey, but I didn't like it when you did this. Or I don't want you touching my things. Or you need to ask if you want to turn. Or you got too rough and then you hurt me. It hurt me when you were wrestling and you did that. You got too rough. Like we can use our words, guys. And when it gets rough, I will be separating you guys until you cool off. And then we can come back and we can talk like civilized people and people that love each other rather than like you know animals trying to attack each other got it that's the deal so there's going to be times where i may if it gets there and this i'm going to use the safe word mercy and if it's 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 angry i'm going to be separating you guys and it doesn't mean i'm sending you to your room forever it means i'm just sending you to separate spaces to go cool off so we can come back and you guys can talk to each other like brothers that love each other Got it? So just let's ex let's establish what that consequence is if it does get to that place so that when you have to separate them, it's not like they're hearing that for the first time because we know it's going to take a while to retrain this. But now at least you have 
the rules established, right? And you're going to explain it. Remember, you're going to see them wrestling. You're going to see them fighting. You're going to see it getting hit. Guys, remember the safe word. What happens when you, whoa, time out for a sec. What happens if we hear the safe word? That's right, right? The minute the fun's over and, and any anger starts, it's done. Got it? Safe word. Remember the safe word. And then when it comes, you're going to go, whoa, done. Separate. We need to take five. We need to take five. Everyone needs to go chill out and cool off. When, when, when it gets crazy, we're going we're gonna to separate and we're going to cool off. And then we're going to come back and we're going to be using our words. And it's okay to say, I'm so angry right now. I'm so mad. I, you know, you're annoying me. I'm so annoyed. I'm so frustrated. Like, what are you feeling? Like, really? I love that y'all role played that was brilliant and I love you helping them put words to the emotions that they're feeling that is so freaking healthy let me just tell you so healthy like if all little boys could have moms that knew how to step into pack leadership and truly teach them how to name the emotions they're feeling in their body like what a better world we would live in honestly right like that's the reason that's a reason why we have boys grow up and and they have no clue what the hell they're feeling inside their bodies so you doing this with them right now not only is this going to bring more peace to your household i just want you to know like you are training future men that we all want our daughters to marry honestly like you know that sounds dramatic but it's freaking true um okay bravo hey podcast listeners if you happen to have a strong-willed kid who is kind of pushing every one of your buttons lately, I have a resource for you. I made you guys a free guide where you're gonna get some tools and tips and strategies to quickly get on the road to creating a happier household. I know you're pulling your hair out. I wanted to make you something so you could start getting some quick wins and building some momentum. So if you wanna grab your copy, just go to mastermindparenting.com forward slash free guide and I hope you enjoy it.